0: Greetings Kentucky and welcome to the Northern Kentucky Podcast number 2 brought to you by Strategic Advisors LLC. Our goal is to provide a medium to understand some of the hottest topics affecting our community. Please subscribe to the Northern Kentucky Podcast at www.strategicadvisorsllc.com or simply go to iTunes, click podcast, type in Northern Kentucky Podcast in the search engine and subscribe from your smartphone. Today, Pat Crowley sits down to chat with Dr. Ed Hughes, President of Gateway Community & Technical College. They discuss the Urban Campus Project, its anticipated effects on economic development. We now join Pat and Dr. Hughes. Hey
1: everybody, I'm Patrick Crowley, Strategic Advisors, talking today to Dr. Ed Hughes, President of Gateway Community & Technical College. Ed, uh, thanks for coming on, and Merry Christmas.
0: Same to you and your
1: family. And let's talk about Gateway's Urban Campus. Describe the project. What is it?
0: Well, the project is one that's been going on for, and uh, in the planning stages, for over 10 years, Pat. We we identified early on that we needed to be uh, placing our campuses where individuals and residents lived and worked in the largest single population base that really requires uh, some advanced post-secondary education uh is really the urban core of of the what I like to call the River Cities. And so uh, over those 10 years, we've uh, worked to hone in what that campus might look like and uh, have uh, been going through a couple of year process where we've looked at uh, various sites in and around the uh, Covington-Newport area. We've uh, identified uh, the the primary site now is going to be along Scott Boulevard um, and uh, where the old Two Rivers Middle School used to be in the Kent County Public Library. So we're now into a, into a phase of, uh, of academic planning, what could go there. We're building a campus for the future, not campus that will replace the uh, Park Hills, Amsterdam Road campus, but one that will do that and be built out for 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 years.
1: And it's a great education project, but it's also an economic development, community development project. Talk about how this project is going to impact Covington and the the urban core of Northern Kentucky.
0: Great question, Pat, because people see community colleges in two different ways. One is an educational to to, to provide greater access to individuals for post-secondary education, but it's also an economic development driver. We know that individuals who have advanced post-secondary degrees, associate degrees, baccalaureate degrees, we'll see their incomes over a lifetime increase by almost a million dollars. without a baccalaureate degree, something like $650,000 with an associate's degree. So that becomes the real base for a community to build wealth. We've always seen the urban campus as both an economic and an educational uh, benefit to the entire region, not just to the location in Covington, but to the entire urban campus, even stretching into Indiana and Ohio urban areas. And the reason is that if you build that kind of educational talent, businesses will get created, more energy will occur in the urban area, it will begin to drive the development and and the sustainability of small businesses, and it's the small business in most communities that really is where wealth in a community is developed
1: and and this model is is tried and true i know in your presentations if you've talked about this you've pointed to places like savannah georgia and charleston south carolina where their urban campuses are integrated in neighborhoods and just the wonderful development and atmosphere that that comes out of that
0: and your points well well made we see this our, our our community input forums that we held over the last two years and the information that i've gained from meeting with local leaders, both political leaders, community leaders, neighborhood leaders, is that this campus needs to be embedded into the fabric of the community. We need to respect the historic buildings that are in our community. We need to respect the culture that's in our community, the neighborhoods. And so this campus is an embedded campus. It's not what I would call an urban renewal campus where you go in, knock down five blocks, and build brand new. It's going to be a campus that individuals can walk through, be very walkable, and may not even recognize immediately that you're in the middle of an urban campus because there are private businesses, there are condo developments, there's residential communities being built as well as small businesses. And oh, by the way, there's a there's a building that houses the student services. There's a building that houses the you know the uh, innovations center. Uh, there's this building that uh, that that has academic uh, activity going on. So. What we see is this becoming a very vibrant part of a community that's that's growing and an urban area that stretches from Dayton to Ludlow uh, that that moves from the river to Latonia and really helps that entire urban region.
1: And, Ed, talk about the support you've been able to pull together on this. You know, this project has very widespread support. The governor's shown indication that Governor Bashir that, that, that he is interested in it and supports it. You have legislators, business people, city leaders. We all know this is a very uh, diverse and sometimes parochial community, but you've done a great job pulling people together to get behind this project. Well, well, I think
0: the message is pretty clear. Why do you do it? Well, you have a huge number of adults over the age of 25 that either have no college or some college, but no credential, no degree, no diploma. That is not a recipe that uh, you use to build a community. You have to change that statistic. You have to get that statistic so that there's 30 or 40% of the individuals have a college degree. And people understand that. They understand the value of the kind of uh, education that we provide at the two-year level and the opportunities that a student can have after they leave us, both in the world of work and in very good jobs, but also moving into a post-secondary education to baccalaureate area. So I think that message has allowed virtually every um, form of government, from the county governments to city governments to pass resolutions. The neighborhood associations have passed resolutions. Um, South Bank, for instance, partners, has has uh, indicated support. The Northern Kentucky uh, Chamber of Commerce and through their uh, Uh, Consensus Committee, this has been a very high priority for the last three consensus uh, lists. So I think the message is that that we provide hope for the community, hope for individuals, and you have to be where they are. And our current campus is isolated. It's outdated. It's not where uh, the urban population lives. Uh, and so, I what we've seen is a dramatic increase in re, in the number of, of individuals who are taking advantage of our courses and our services. In just seven semesters, we've gone from something like 78 students taking classes to over 1,100 in just seven semesters. That's remarkable. It is a remarkable. Uh, so it's 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 not one of those build it and we think they'll come. We're in a renovated facility, and they are coming and keep coming because. The philosophy is build it where they live and work. This is where they live and some work. Uh, The other thing that I think is going to be unique in this particular campus, because of the urban fabric, we have a real opportunity to create some partnerships with private uh, businesses to develop the opportunity for students to have real, live, experiential education uh real let me it's a fancy word for real life education so that while they're going to school studying accounting, studying business, studying graphic arts, they could be working as an intern a co-op in a in a business in the community uh, and we think we even can develop some things we call neighborhood enterprises where students would actually be in charge of a business, a small business that might be an ice cream shop or a coffee shop that would be helpful for our students in a campus but also be available to the to the public to use and what what that does is give our students some real opportunities to learn how to create their own business Uh, this country has been built on individuals who build their own businesses it's one thing to go find a company from one state to move here that just really reshuffles the same amount of money but if you can find a student who's in our heating air conditioning program and you can help them understand that this is how you will build a business they might be the next knuckleman down the road you know they may need they may create their own business whether it's an HVAC or think about the uh, the, you know where all these small businesses came from they came from individuals who had an idea and they started a business if we can do some of that to help create more businesses in the community we help create wealth real wealth that's new and it's it's a net increase to the uh, to the community right and it's it's rep- because of education and that's what gateways here to try to do for the whole region
1: all right before we wrap up here i want to ask you What's the ask? You have to go to Frankfurt. You need some funding on this. What are you going to be asking for as the General Assembly begins meeting in January?
0: Well, the good news here is uh, uh, we're, we're very high on the list of the Council of Post-Secondary Education uh, in terms of their request for new funding. is $62.8 million to build an entire campus. Uh, we've already invested uh, in terms of our own dollars and other community assets uh, something close to $4 million. Um, that actually uh, is part of this. We we hope to be able to sell. We intend to sell the Amsterdam Road Campus, which we think will bring in a significant uh, amount of money. So it's a public-private partnership. Sounds like a lot of money. But it is the one project that, that because of the way we're, we're uh, structuring it, it literally will pay for itself uh, over the next 30 or 40 years. Yeah, absolute
1: investment. How's your buddy uh, Tom Brokaw?
0: My buddy, Tom Brokaw, uh, uh, that's funny, I did get to see him in September. Uh, He uh, put us in his newest book, um, and he um, mentioned us uh, rather prominently three times during the uh, NBC Education Nation Summit. So. Uh, I wish he was uh, here to help us uh, down down in Franklin. And for those who don't know, uh, Tom (laughs) Brokaw
1: on NBC featured Gateway in a news report uh, earlier this year that was uh, just fantastic exposure for the school and a great recognition of what you're doing. Ed Hughes, good luck to you with the the urban campus. Uh, If anybody can deliver it, you can. And uh, like I said before, have a great holiday, buddy.
0: Thanks. Same to you, and uh, everybody's listening. Thank you.